Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. Our compulsory third-party team is passionate about all things CTP. They have extensive knowledge of the complexities of CTP cases and have seen everything from a heated liability dispute, an alternative blameless accident allegation, a nuanced causation issue, and an economic loss claim with family trusts and an offshore bank account, and even a claim for replacement care for the family budgie. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Welcome to another edition of the Proper Lookout podcast. I'm Laura D'Alessandri, and today I'm joined by Jessica Shillington from the Statutory Insurance team. Jess is our resident expert on all things workers' comp. Hello to all our listeners and thank you for having me, Laura. So what are we discussing today? I've brought you in because I want to know whether a workers' comp insurer can seek recovery pursuant to 151Z in circumstances a CTP insurer has denied the statutory benefits claim. You see, Section 3.35 of the Mayor says a CTP insurer does not have to pay statutory benefits if the worker has a workers' comp claim. Good question, but I think you're asking the wrong question. Whether or not the worker makes a statutory benefits claim doesn't really come into it. Statutory benefits are not damages. Instead, we need to look at the process required of a judge addressing a claim by a workers' compensation insurer in relation to payment made to an employee who may, but has not, claim damages pursuant to Section 151Z, 1D of the Workers' Compensation Act 1987. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You really take me back to first principles now. The leading case on 151Z claims is Grant and Royal Rehab, isn't it? Yep, that's right. Royal Rehab employed a Mrs Stephen who was injured by reason of the negligent driving, Mr Grant. There was no issue that Mr Grant was at fault. Mrs Stephen was paid workers' compensation by the Royal Rehab. Justice Cole stated the following. To determine whether the sum which has been paid as compensation is recoverable from the tort visa, two steps are necessary. The first is to determine the quantum of common law damages which would have been recoverable had they been sued for. The second is to determine the amount of compensation which has been paid. The amount of the indemnity provided by Section 151Z1D is limited by the following determination. If the amount claimed by way of indemnity is less than the amount of damages so determined, the employer or insurer making continuing payments of compensation confer the claim under the indemnity at a later point in time up to the limit of the sum determined as the amount of damages which the injured worker would have recovered at common law. Okay, so that's where the two-step process comes from. To determine whether the sum which has been paid as compensation is recoverable from the CTP insurer, two steps are necessary. The first is to determine the quantum of common law damages which would have been recovered had they been sued for. And the second is to determine the amount of compensation which has been paid. Exactly. Importantly, whether the workers' compensation insurer may recover its payments under Section 151Z does not hinge on whether the injured person makes a statutory benefits claim, a common law claim or any CTP claim at all. The workers' compensation insurer can recover its payments if the notional assessment of a hypothetical CTP claim for damages exceeds the total of workers' compensation payments made. Pursuant to Grant, it does not matter which heads of damage constitute the notional assessment. 
In practice, under Mayer, the test is whether the total notional assessment of damages for future economic loss and or non-economic loss exceeds the total of the workers' compensation payments. Okay, so the notional assessment of a hypothetical CTP claim for damages would include non-economic loss if the claim is over the threshold and economic loss. Yes, although Section 4.5 of the Mayor includes a few other things, including past or future economic loss due to loss of earnings or the deprivation or impairment of earning capacity, costs relating to accommodation or travel, not being the cost of treatment and care, damages for the cost of financial management of damages that are awarded, and damages for the reimbursement of income tax paid or payable on statutory benefits or workers' compensation benefits, i.e. fox and wood damages. Sorry, Jess, but this is still really confusing. Can we work through some examples? Of course. Remember, we're dealing with a hypothetical CTP claim. Let's start with claims where the CTP insured is clearly negligent and fault has been wholly admitted. Okay, so in that situation, we have to determine whether the injured person has more than a minor injury. Yes, if they have more than a minor injury, then the workers' compensation insurer can recover payments made up to the notional assessment of damages. But wait, does that mean if they have only a minor injury, the workers' compensation insurer cannot recover anything? Yeah, I suspect the workers' compensation insurer aren't too thrilled about that. I understand it was an oversight in the drafting and the legislation which may be amended. Whoopsies. Okay, so what about claims where the CTP insured was not negligent and the CTP insurer has denied liability? Well, those ones are easier because we don't even need to look at the minor injury test at all. The workers' compensation insurer cannot recover payments in those situations because the hypothetic CTP claim would fail. Thanks for that, Jess. So I guess the bottom line is that the two-step process to establish whether a 151Z recovery payment ought to be made has really not changed. We simply ignore statutory benefits and address only the injured person's hypothetical CTP damages claim. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at mccabecurwood.com.au or visit our website to see McCabe Curwood's full team of specialists.